I remember the first, I remember one time I, I got a call from uh, uh, this nomad Bedouin uh, guy that had sheep and goats in the desert. And he's calling me and he's a, he's a doctor in university, yes, but he's like lives out there, but he also teaches and also has goats and camels and everything. And he calls me and he says, you're here. I'm looking at this flame for the last 20 minutes. I don't believe it's coming out from my goat manure. The minute uh, you see this magic that you actually light flame, a light from your, from your waist, it's a life transformation. Something happens to you. For me, him taking all of the cow manure, preventing it going down to the, to the river, to the stream next to him, using it as a renewable energy and getting an income and clean energy and the woman doesn't have to cook and smoke the daily incentive that you get out of it is very powerful. Like daily you get gas for cooking. Every day. Every day you can get fertilizer. Every day. And when you transform your waste, you transform you can transform your life. Yair Lev Teller is the co-founder of Home Biogas. Um, they've created a plug-and-play system in which you can turn waste into cooking fuel. Um, his story and his approach and the problems that they're solving with this uh, simple grassroots technology um, has totally inspired me and I think uh, Yair's story and, and the approach and what they're doing will, will inspire you as well. Um, this is one of those examples of how we can enhance life, uh, regenerate life on earth, get our needs met. Um, and uh, make money uh, and, and all the things that we need to do in a way that doesn't deplete the natural world, that doesn't um, create a sense of scarcity where we have to harm others. Um, so it, it really is businesses like this that are the future um, if we're going to survive and if we're going to thrive uh, as a human animal, the human species, the um, part of, integral part of life on earth. Um, so I was super inspired by this episode. Um, it really gave me a lot of hope. Uh, you know, we talked about the ins and outs of the, how the system works and how do you be an ecopreneur and, uh, you know, uh, what is the larger spiritual implications of turning your waste into fuel. Um, so uh, without further ado, uh, my interview with Yair Lev Teller, I'll put links to their company in the description. Uh, enjoy. So Yair, um, tell us a little bit, uh, how did you get into... Like, what made you decide to turn waste into fuel? <laughs> so, uh, first of all, I wanted to say that uh, one of the important points of the system is that it's not only transforming organic uh, waste into uh, energy, into renewable energy, into gas uh, for cooking or for heating water or whatever. Uh, also, uh, it uh, produces amazing liquid fertilizer, organic liquid fertilizer that uh, you can put back uh, to your um, to your garden, to your farming. We have farmers all over the world using it uh, actually today. Uh, it really helps um, the soil. Uh, we see amazing, amazing results. So it's so there's the, the both benefits also treating the waste three benefits treating the waste on spot getting a daily cooking gas and fertilizer to grow more food to generate more waste to, to have more gas to cook more so it's really a magic in your That's kitchen awesome. you know a magic yes 
for me, every time I cook, every time I light a fire, you know, like I have the system in my house more than 10 years. And every time I light a fire, it's still like magic. You know, I don't believe this is coming from, you know, from the potato peels. I'm cooking the potatoes. That's great. And, yeah. uh, you know, it's, yeah. it, I, I'm, I'm one of the reasons I was really excited to talk to you is, is I find that, you know, in, in my own kitchen, I haven't made the transition because of financial reasons to electric here in the United States. There's a big push to, to turn everything to electric. Um, and, uh, you know, it's, it, I can just see how much damage I'm still doing by using the, being part of the fossil fuel system. Uh, and so I think there's a lot of people like me out there who are kind of afraid to go electric or, you know, maybe don't want to be dependent on the grid or don't have a, a large battery bank. And so it seems like it'd be a really good option for a lot of people. Um, I guess, why don't you just speak to, um, to that? Like what? I, maybe let's just start with the practical, like how much gas you're going to get and how much do you have to feed it? And um, what about, let's just start with vegetable. Yeah, yeah so so we have a few sizes. We have a few sizes. We have like some two uh, 2,000 liters. Uh, we talk, it's like how much is 500 gallon? Uh, one, uh, one second, let me think of 1,000 gallon. Uh, a 1,500 gallon system and uh, and um, a 2,000 uh, gallons gallons uh, system. That's the volume of the system, and it refers the, depends what your needs are and how much waste you generate. So, as you said correctly, we have systems that are really, really like the household only if you have some kitchen waste, and uh, that's one type. We have other types that are more like farm level. You have more organic waste. You have animal mm -hmm. waste. Uh, so that's another type. And we have another uh, add-on that is a special uh, a low flush uh, a mm -hmm. toilet system that can, we can connect mm -hmm. to it. Uh, so we treat uh, also organic waste, also animal waste. Also, as you said, the farm waste, if you have farm leftovers. And also, if you need the human right. waste, Good. human feces. So, so you got a system that sounds like it handles all types of waste. So it depends. Why you asked me? Depends. Sorry, yeah, you asked me how much energy it makes. Um, right? Well, I, I was trying to think about. You know, I'm always trying to think about like, well, if I'm sitting here and I'm trying to figure out, okay, can I switch to this thing? Um, then I'm going to have a number of questions given on where I am. So, you know, just take someone like for me in the United States, I got. Um, you know, I need to cook for my house of three. Uh, what am I going to be able to do? And what kind of inputs do I need to put in? Okay, so first of all, um, I can talk about <clears throat> the amount of energy that you'll get. Is the, It depends on the amount of waste you put in. Mm -hmm. So more or less, it corresponds to the amount of waste that you have. Uh, the more waste you put in, the more energy you will get. Mm -hmm. um, it depends. So let's say in my household, I can give you an example from my household. Uh, we can get uh, about, we get about uh, two hours. Of, uh, we have a small system. We don't have animals. Uh, just eating uh, food, uh, vegetable, uh, mostly vegetables. So we were getting like two hours a day in the summer, um, even sometimes more. And uh, in the winter, it can go and down. What size, to, uh, 
What size system is that? Number two. So that's like a five, 2,000 liters. That's a 500 gallon system. Number okay. two means 2,000 liters, two cubic okay. liters. So okay, it's a great. So that's cool. a small size. That's a small mm-hmm. size system, mostly for mm-hmm. food waste, food scraps, mm-hmm. or toilet. Um, Are you using the, the toilet add-on on your system or no? I also had a, I also had a, today we, what we do, we have a, a, a we have like a separated a system. We have one for the toilet and uh-huh. one for the food waste. Why? Because we believe that you need to use the liquid fertilizer and the toilet, with the toilet, we, it's good fertilizer that comes out, but we don't, we don't let it be used above ground. You understand? Mm-hmm. To me, let's say underground if it's for trees or bushes, but above ground, it can be only food waste or animal waste. If you have human feces, right. then the system treats it, takes care of it, and the waste will continue underneath the ground without you, a human touching it uh, above ground and not going to vegetables and things like that. Right, right. And then, so is it kind of acting like a... a- not not the same as a septic, but similar to a septic. Yeah, it's like a septic. It's like a septic and like a, a, a drain field or yeah, leach field. So the the biogas system itself is acting as I mean, it makes sense to me. It's acting as sort of an accelerated septic tank that's using the heat of the environment and the tank, and then the anaerobic bacteria are doing the digestive process, just like would happen in a septic tank, except even, slower, even better because they what. Because the big difference is, is that we, <clears throat> first of all, it starts with a toilet. It's a low flush toilet. That means it's, mm-hmm. uh, it doesn't, we don't hear it like a regular toilet. Mostly flushes about uh, two gallons at least per flush, two to three gallons. Here we flush mm-hmm. about um, a quarter of a gallon per flush. Oh, that's yeah. really low. We don't even have those in the United States. Yes. <laughs> so what's special about it is because it has like a pump. It has a pump. Mm-hmm. And oh, I see. so it's like can go so it doesn't have to go even down it can go up again it's very flexible uh, so oh, it really reduces man. the amount of water uh, that you use to flush mm-hmm. so that's a big water saver mm-hmm. and also helps you to have uh, your like black water define it to be treated and your clean mm-hmm. water to be treated in other ways not let's not dirty all the water that they have in the house yeah. and throw it down the drain yeah. So that's one. Yeah. Second of all, we have a 30-day in the biogas system. Uh, the, the feces that go in are treated for 30 days. Uh, so that's much more than, than let's say, the, uh, a septic tank is mostly, let's say, I don't know, one day or something like that. And uh, Right. So how, how does that work, the 30 days? Because uh, the volume of the amount of liquid that goes in, Okay, it's very small, and the and the digester tank is big, so there's a oh, good yeah. time to be processed, broken down, broken down, broken right. down, broken down. So when it comes right. out already, also there's a small amount of water, but also it's already pretty ready for the environment to actually, you know, mm-hmm. uh, accept mm-hmm. it. And then we we take it out to like a, a mulch basin or a leach bed that is specially built for that, and then uh, it also filters it even more, like another filtration system there. So it's really, we're getting very, very good results and happy customers.
That's, you that's get, great. Course, you get, of course, the gas to cook. And it. You get the yeah, <laughs> right, right. So well, and then I guess that's another just sort of real, real, I'm sorry. Go ahead, yeah, the connection got a little like better. You can also have like a hot water shower if you want or something like that, yeah. How would you do a hot water shower? We have like an add-on that is also, you can like get a hot water shower from like a gas shower. It's like an on-demand little heater or something? Or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then that brings up sort of an interesting geeky technical question about the system. Like how does it run on low pressure methane? Instead of, cause we're used to high pressure gas, you know? Right. So we build everything. We have a special, um, like, um, so the, 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 we, we provide, um, we provide the, the stove or we provide the, the heater and it has like a bigger nozzle, bigger hole that lets more gas to flow in. So it's just a larger jet and. And that's it. Just basically a larger jet. Basically, let's do like that. It's of course it's a specific one that we developed. Yeah. But it's, that's the main yeah. idea. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, and then um, I guess I don't understand. I mean, this again, just sort of another geeky question. Uh, uh, geeking out on um, eco home accessories. Uh, wh- how does like how does it work with such low pressure? Like, does it sort of keep? Uh, does it sort of self-regulate a pressure? Yeah. Like I'm trying to imagine how two hours can come out of this tank or this this no, bag. It can be even more. Some we have systems that provide four hours or six hours of gas, depends on the volume. So like we have a two, four, six, and they provide us this amount also of gas, also eight. Um, so um, what comes out, we have like, this is part of our patent, how we developed it, but it has like a self-regulator. So we have, this is an off-grid, so it doesn't have a, a system. So it doesn't need to have any pump to provide pressure. So how we how we provide the pressure is with, the, you get like um, ba- uh, bags that you fill up with sand and you put it uh, in specific, specific places. It's a mix of pressure and, and like that's so genius. Yes. So that's just the the bag, and then the sand weight on top, and then that just pushes it, and then and then when it deflates all the way, then you're out of gas. That's amazing. Yeah. That's that's really so. This is this kind of brings me back to something that's near and dear to my heart. As um, you know, the world is obsessed today with complex technology. You know. And um, I just think I, I, I'm, I'm hoping that the ecopreneurs that are listening to this are getting inspired by it doesn't have to be complex to be genius. You know, it can be yes. just simple that people didn't think of already, you know, and technology yes. is the first time that we took a stick and cracked open a shell and ate the oyster inside, you know. So technology is anything yeah. that we manipulate with our hands. And and I, I I'm hoping for a future in which we sort of re-embrace the simple technology, not going backwards. That's what people think when you say simple technology. They think, oh, we're going to go, you know, everything's going to be hard again. It's like, no, there's there's all these simple solutions that nature can help us provide if we just sort of pay attention to the physics, you know? So Right. Yeah. So I, actually, I, I totally agree with you. Sometimes even today to develop sometime, something that is like low tech is actually harder. Yeah. Than, than, uh, 
but it's I don't call it low tech because it's actually as you said it's 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 high tech yeah. it's not high tech it's 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 robust yes and we don't depend on electricity yes. we don't depending on pump we're not depending on all of that it's all physics yes and biology and we're using net natural processes that are already in evolution for billions of years yeah. so actually <laughs> you know we're using nature it's, it's a nature-based solutions yeah. let's call it like that yeah and physics and yeah. so we're just taking all of this together and putting it for our for our benefit but it's actually taking the the natural uh way of of of, of you know the, the natural technology yeah and, yeah uh, and that really works yeah that always works. that's so wonderful um so let's circle back to um how you know what what inspired um you to just create this product so what inspired me is the um, is, what inspired me was that um i was um i was studying water biology i'm a water biologist actually a marine biologist and a water ecologist and i was there uh, uh trying to understand what i want to do in my life mm-hmm. and then um one day i thought to myself okay to continue my studies i need to really really have a good uh, good uh meaning and good reason so i said no sir i go to india if i find a good reason i continue my degree and uh, i was in india south india and i was climbing this uh, high mountain and on top of the mountain i met this uh, local indian family and they invited me for tea cha chai and i went into their kitchen and there i saw it this beautiful blue flame and i was amazed because until then i knew that uh, i saw in india only cooking and smoke or dry cow dung and all of this smoke all over and like in the top of the mountain to see gas i was in shock so i was i asked the indian the local family the indian guy how do how, how do you have gas in the top like where's the gas cylinder you know <laughs> and he said Come, come, I'll sh- come, I'll show you. He took me to the back of his house and he said, look, I have a few cows and um, I have a few cows and they roam around and in the evening they come back, I milk them and they stay at night in the, in the back of my house, in the farm. And in the morning, I wash down all the manure, all the cow manure into this hole in the ground. They had a hole in the ground and from this hole came out like a little dome small dome and a gas pipe coming out of the dome into the kitchen and he says to me this is biogas and i was like when we cook on it and i was like wow this is amazing wow. and not only that he says to me that he uses what comes out is a fertile a liquid fertilizer and uses it on, on his coffee and for growing vegetables and grows also beautiful color flowers these beautiful white flowers And he sells it in the weekend market. And I look at it and I say, wow, one system. He also provides renewable energy, also provides an income. Also, uh, and the most important thing for me as a water biologist was in the beginning that is actually stopping water contamination of the animal waste. Because I learned a lot about water contamination with the Sea of Galilee, what the only sweet water that we have was almost totally contaminated by overnutrification from cow manure that going down to the uh, Sea of Galilee and 
makes uh, algae blooming that then can kill uh, the, the lake and they had to do to stop it. And I, lo- I, I knew all of that. So for me, him taking all of the kamenur, preventing it going down to the, to the river, to the stream next to him, using it as a renewable energy and getting an income and clean energy and the woman doesn't have to cook and smoke and wood that kills actually millions of women, like one million Indian women and, and children die each year from indoor air pollution, from cooking and, and wood and etc. cetera. So I said to myself, okay, this is something I want to learn. I, don't, I never saw it in, in, in my country. You know, I want, to, I want to go back. I want to learn. I want to know everything about it and to see what I can do, how I can promote this. So I found my reason. I actually came back. Uh, took one year off, continued like researching everything, came back, finished my degree. Like my last year was like really everything, everything I did only on, on the biogas. And then I understood that, you know, I want to continue and uh, study more. And then I continued going around the world, went to other courses, other places. Every place I found uh, a system I saw, I, I went to research it, to learn big systems, small systems, farm systems. But... What I learned and what we learned also as a, a, after a while, I also went to my, and this is another thing, how I came to have uh, my partners, but uh, to start the company. Um, uh, after a while, I understood that there's, there's not, not really a good technology out there. Okay, so the vision, after a while, I understood the vision is to make this technology affordable and available to all. <clears throat> how you make it available, how you make it affordable to everybody. So then I went <clears throat> to my friend Oshik that was developing a lot of stuff. And he was a friend of mine, also learned water biology, but he was uh, working in a, in a developing company. And I said to him, hey, I have this idea, uh, but we need to develop something new because the technology that is out there is, is old. And I'll, I'll explain what was old. So he said, wow, this is really interesting. Let's do it. And then uh, we went to another friend. He said, okay, so we have uh, the ability to develop. We have uh, biology, I know, and but we need now financing. So then we went to a third uh, friend and we said, okay, we need a financing person. Can you help us? And this is how we came together to start the company. But um, the important point was... <coughs> The technology that I saw in India is to dig a hole in the ground of like 10,000 liters, like 10 cubic meter volume in the ground, in the mountains, to dig it, then to put cement and bricks and to make it uh, strong enough and also sealed enough against the gas, against the liquid. And And then if there's no cracks, you know, if there's an earthquake, it cracks. And then what happens? So... That was a technology that took about two weeks to a month to build for every farm, uh, what I saw there. And uh, I, over the time, we, we, we saw that actually to make it the system from an, this type of technology that is old to a new way of thinking, to, to have it people all over the world like you and me, to have the system, we needed something totally different. So today, what we developed in the last 10 years Today, you can buy our system online. It's all packed in a box of, uh, of uh, 40 pounds. You get it in your house. 
and you can open it up. And in about uh, two hours, you have a system up and running in your, in your back of your house. Instead of one month, it's two hours. So this is the, the big difference. Uh, we did a lot of technology development behind it. And uh, we made it a, a, a available and affordable as a do-it-yourself kit all over the world. And today we actually, we have the system in more than uh, 100 countries around the world, more than 120 actually. People have it all over, uh, from remote islands to everywhere in the United States, Australia, Europe, South America, Africa, uh, wherever. So that's... That's what we did. <laughs> That's amazing. Um, and then um, there's a couple of things that I wrote down that I, I, I wanted to circle back to. Um, so I, I'm I'm hoping that you um, will serve as an inspiration to other entrepreneurs out there who want to solve problems. And um, I think one of the most amazing things that I heard, I heard a lot of amazing things from your story, but one is just how the solution that you're looking for um, was already, you know, exemplified in sort of an indigenous solution. I don't know how indigenous the people were, but that, that's not the point. The point is, is that it was a simple homemade solution that was, you know, connected to the landscape that someone was already in. And... Um, I'm I'm just inspired by that, and I'm I'm hoping that that shows that you can just go out into the world and see how other people are solving these problems, and then create that solution and yeah. make it more available on a mass scale, which which is what exactly what you did. Yeah, I um, think uh, for me, uh, I wish that uh, you know even our solution, uh, what we're providing, and other some companies here and there, it's only the beginning. Yeah, you know, it's like. For me, it's like, you know, we have a telephone now. The next step is like everybody has a cell phone, you know, yeah. and then you have many cell phone companies. And it's, yeah. I, I, for me, it's, this is what I also, I, I, my vision also for the next generation, you know, we're providing a technology today. Please take it and go step on our shoulders and dream bigger and uh, higher. And, uh, you know, I don't, uh, this is, and, and also, I can tell you for, for me and, and tens of thousands of our customers, you know, in the end, it's, I see the, the things that are touching me. And we, we have systems in schools all over the world, really, like thousands of schools also. And even in my home, my children all their life grew that they, the organic waste is, is a, provides our energy. So waste is a resource. That's yeah. it. Organic waste yeah. for them is a resource. Yeah. Uh, and, they that's that's their way of living yeah so think yeah. this is how the child grows up that's so wonderful they're starting and their vision is even higher and wider and you know those are the limits <laughs> yeah and and just to underline another thing is um so my personal belief is that we need a a, a combination of these practical solutions combined with um you know, dare I say, a, a, a new spiritual connection to the landscape um, and to the, the world itself. Um, so so just that 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 
you know, there, there, there's this idea that um, if you, you can draw out your meaning out of the world around you and then put your, um, you know, your purpose, you know, in that land around you. So to see your waste, you know, your, so I, I've made other videos about my composting system because I, I was on the hunt. The reason I found you was because um, I had just made a composting toilet uh, system video and I would said in the video, um, you know, the only thing I would, the only reason I would use water was if I was using a biogas digester and making fuel to cook from, you know, and then I found your guys' video uh, because there's something really um, psychologically and spiritually powerful about taking your weight, your literal poo, uh, you know, if you're doing it out of your body or your waste from just the stuff that's going to go in and other people see as something to get rid of. And then turn it into a tangible asset. I feel it's like, you know, it's it's holistic. It's your whole body, mind, spirit thing. Like everything comes together. Um, and so so that's why I'm inspired by what you're doing. And I'm, I'm hoping that other people are. And I was just wondering what your feelings about that. Um, I feel first, I feel that, um, that uh, transforming, uh, like what we talked before, like transforming um, matter to light is spiritual. We, in our life, you know, we see the plants, and I believe also us, we know how to transform also light into matter through different uh, ways, if it's plants do photosynthesis or other ways that can, can be done. But, so, but uh, also transforming a... Uh, waste into into light this is what actually the biogas system does it, it, this is the it's a it's it's something that we also you know in, internally it's something that we want to do so it, it connects also like a physical <clears throat> physical uh, biological process but also into like a spiritual way of uh, thinking a holistic way let's call it a holistic way of thinking and uh, also yeah and also I feel that uh, the uh, last, last point, I feel that in the Bhagavad system, what I felt that was very powerful, uh, I believe that every way, is, you know, composting is amazing. Everything is good. You know, everything is right. But for me, for the Bhagavad system, I felt that the daily incentive that you get out of it is very powerful. Like daily you get gas for cooking every day. Every day you can get fertilizer every day. It's not once a year. It's not every, you know, every every half a year. No, it's daily, daily, daily. You you throw you. It's it's you get the incentive, and that's like something that always it's alive with you. You know, it's something. That that's amazing, and I, I was just gonna. I, I so two things come to mind. One is. Um, so some of my work that I do is, you know, helping people um, who are ecopreneurs or, you know, uh, environmentally committed individuals um, accomplish their goals and live happier and healthier lives. And um, and I think <laughs> I, I'm so glad that you said that because, you know, what we need is structures, physical structures. So the way I articulate it is we have we have roles, we have relationships. Um, and we have physical spaces. Those are the three primary things that are constantly pushing us in our environment. And so if we create a physical structure like a bio a home biogas toilet system that is constantly giving us a reminder and an incentive uh, and a connection point to the land and to healing the land and the benefit that we get from healing the land, 
then it's 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 self-referential and and has that transformative effect that you're talking about. So I think it's genius. And I love the way that you're coming at it, because um, the other point that I had written down earlier is, you know, it's clear your purpose driven intent of solving a problem, having meaning in your life and making money. Um, you know, healing the environment, utilizing waste. Uh, I'm not sure if you're familiar with the permaculture principle of stacking functions, but you're solving all this, every, a holistic, all these problems solved by one thing, which is kind of like one of the holy grails of this type of living. And the last point I would want to make is just, it's, it takes, there's this idea sometimes, which I get really frustrated in which people separate spirit and matter. And I think this is a perfect example of how we can connect the two. And that's how I think ultimately how we're going to heal the earth is with these technological advances that have this spiritual connection between matter and spirit rather than taking it apart, putting it back together. So I'm whatever your thoughts are from that. That's just so inspiring to me. Thank you. I also got it like what you said. I think I got inspiration from you is that you do it all in your farm. I believe that, uh, and you talked about people that are like eco-entrepreneurs. Um, <clears throat> one story I can tell about uh, how you how to develop, okay, is that uh, in the beginning, I was uh, working a lot with uh, uh, people that are more rural, farms, nomads, the Bedouins in the desert, and trying to build with them because they had animal waste and uh, trying to build with them the systems and and um, one day one day I was uh, going to visit my grandmother uh, she was then a hundred years old wow and, uh, and I was explaining to her again what I'm doing so I said to her I go to these norm to these rural areas they have a farm they have animals and I try to build for them these systems and then she looks at me and she says you have one in your house? And I didn't, you know, I didn't. And it made me think, like I said, uh, and, and she then, like, you know, these, you know, four or five words from a hundred year old person is <laughs> very long and very sharp, you know, it's like, walk your talk, you know? Yeah. Then it's yeah. all, you know, this transformation, say, ah, okay, I have food waste. Maybe I can put it into the system. I don't have to have animal waste. Uh, let's develop something different, something smaller, and etc. But I think to walk your talk, to develop in your house, you know, uh, one of the major points is that, you know, my wife, my family, my children, and my partner's wives and family and children, and then the neighbors and neighbors and neighbors are part of the development. They need to say it's good, it's not good, it works well, it doesn't work well. Uh, from you know all of these uh, things are, are, are very are very important even you know I'll tell you a little story you know, I was uh, living I told you off grid and I had a compost toilet like you have and mm -hmm. one day my wife she was telling me yeah you listen I'm tired I'm tired throwing all of this sawdust I'm tired putting all of this I don't like the smell anymore. I don't want to do it. It's raining on me outside. No, I'm a solution, you know? <laughs> and I find a system and find a solution. And I really tried to work. I went online, tried to see different types of toilets. And 
and and slowly slowly we we actually put together also uh, toilets that were check different types of toilets and put them together and and then we got to a solution and and uh, that worked well and we really uh, put together a very a very fine solution and then my neighbors saw it and then they said wow this is amazing because i thought i was in a this community of of uh of um a community of people that were living off grid and then they looked and said wow we want and then another community next by said wow we want and then that's how it started and today it's really like a product one of our major products that went out but it came out from a need it came out from a yeah. need and... yeah yeah <laughs> yeah you know a thing that popped into my head when you were talking about that is that again with your system we're integrating the, you know, the, the, the spiritual purpose oriented stuff into the physical landscape, into the matter, into the waste, into something that people don't respect, don't honor. It's a part of like, you, you could call it a part of the death cycle, right? Because there's the life cycle and the death cycle in nature, right? And, and the decomposition is the death cycle. And so many people in the modern world are like, no, death. Nah. And it's, it's part of that holistic part. And another holistic thing that I just heard you say was was grounding it not only in that, but grounding it in your home life and grounding it in your community. And you articulated it as walking your talk. Um, and, and I articulated as actually, um, you know, seeing the power of, of integrating into your life and, and then connecting to your community and then watching nature kind of work through you to sort of solve the problems of the people around you. I, I, Again, I gain inspiration from that and hope that other people will take that example because a lot of us in this off-grid, self-sufficient in the United States, there's, everybody's worried, I mean, everybody's angry at everybody, everybody's polar, I mean, everybody's polarized everywhere. But, you know, that, that's, we forget that community is kind of the, it's the crux of everything that we're trying to do here. You know, we come, we come with this individual solution and then it doesn't really make a difference until it starts to spread onto the community. So again, another inspiration, and I'm so glad to hear about your story of how you're taking it out into the larger community. So from the house to the smaller community to then to the larger community is what ecopreneurs and what eco-activists, what, what we all need to do is create those solutions and then slowly move them out. Thank you. <laughs> I agree with you. And now it's like we, we took it to the global. So yeah, it was really like a home, then a small community, bigger community nearby. Then it went like global on our global chains that we have today. Uh, and of course, it's also to develop a company that is able to have like uh, abilities to sell in different uh, ways. And can you speak a little bit about that? Like, what is it... How do you make that transition from vision, purpose, I want to care for the environment, I want to solve problems, now I'm going to go and I'm a biologist, I, I study nature and water, and now I'm a company. <laughs> you know, for a lot of us, that's like, ah, <laughs> how do we do that? I think, um, first of all, you need to have good partners. For me, it was uh, you need to have good partners. Uh, you need to have you need to do a lot of good deeds to have good karma, uh, and also um, 
and, and a lot of determination every day. Every day continue. Every day, every day. And if the doors start to open, you don't let, you have, like, the doors have to open up. That's it. You don't let, you don't let any, the, you know, any other way to work. And of course, on the way, we just succeeded to, uh, to bring in investors and, and other people that knew really how to do the work. Let me circle, and, please, I'm uh, sorry to interrupt, but let me circle back to what you said about determination and partners. Because people are watching this who care about the environment, they want to accomplish their goals. Like that, I think, is the, the one of the pivot points. Um, so is there something that you rely upon in terms of your self-view or your worldview or your spiritual view that helps you stay gritty, determined, and not give up? So that would one question I'd like to answer. And then the second question would be, do you have a personal system in which you sort of vet people? Because, you know, a lot of people are very scared about taking on partners and like taking on the wrong partner. And then there's the narcissists and the greedy people or the lazy people. Like, how did that how did that all unfold for you? So, you know, it's. Um, it's uh, so first of all, the determination that you said, I think the minute you find a purpose and it's a good purpose. One second, it's my dog. <laughs> Lyra, please be quiet. Thank you. So, um, so the minute you have a good purpose, somehow this is a purpose that stuck to me. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, and you know, I think when you have a purpose, a really good purpose, and the system, as I said, it provides a solution, reduces uh, yeah. six to yeah. nine tons of greenhouse gas emissions a year, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Can, so can I drill backwards on the purpose? purpose? Can I go back and ask you questions? Because in, in, in when I'm trying to support people in finding their purpose, like I, I try to have them go through their core values and their interests. So did that? Did you find that that was how you got there? Was it your, your values and your interests and then they merged into your purpose? Yeah, I feel that it's something that I felt that uh, I had a call, uh, that this is a, a mission, uh, a life mission, at least for this time, uh, to really put the energy to to provide people. Like, people are amazing, right? All over the world. They just need the right tool to succeed with. Yeah. So it's to, to provide the people with the right tool to succeed to do this. Yeah. Uh, energy transformation and I, and I told you the minute uh, you see this magic that you actually light a flame a light from your from your waist if it's kitchen waste or even your pieces it's a life transformation something happens to you something happens to you and I remember the first I remember one time I, I got a call from uh, this nomad Bedouin uh, guy that had sheep and goats in the desert, and he's calling me. And he's a he's a doctor in university, yes, but he's like lives out there. But he also teaches and also has goats and camels and everything. And he calls me and he says, "Yair, I'm looking at this flame for the last twenty minutes. I don't believe it's coming out from my goat manure. What is this? Not mine, from the goats. What what's happening here? So." feel that this magic is a really something that uh, it's a uh, it's something that it's a purpose uh, to provide people a way to transform their energy to transform their waste 
when you transform your waste, you transform, you can transform your life, yeah. as they say, yeah. like transform yeah. your energy. And um, so that's one. It's a purpose. Regarding the, you asked me regarding the the partners. I feel like, of course, it's something that is good uh, uh, to know from before, or if you know the people, or or I think that see that you're like-minded more or less. But in the end, and this is something that I feel that is important to point, it's like a relationship. It's a relationship, not exactly like you have with your wife, but it's not far away yeah. from that. You need, you need to work on yeah. it. You need to work on it. And if you need help, take help. And that's it's uh, something that's something to grow also, yeah. you know, to see how yeah. you take away your ego or put it, you know, where's the ego, uh, the yeah. solution, how you talk. Yeah. How you how you know to communicate? Can, can I interrupt and, and add to that? I I um I love what you're saying and and you know there's um I forget his name but there's a a big podcaster guy um, YouTuber and and he talks about we live in the golden age of assholes <laughs> where where the you know the the people that are celebrated um, in our in the mass media and mass culture are the are the biggest jerks. You know, and and one of my missions by doing this kind of work is to is to show that there's another path to success. You can be a good human being. You can be compassionate. You can care about what your employees think, what your partners think, what the people that you're selling to think. And that's and, and you can have money. You can have all of those things together. They don't have to you don't have to like make be an asshole, have money. Or be a compassionate, wonderful pe- person and be poor. That's just this. I don't know. I don't know where that idea came up, but it's it's you know you are living proof that you can be a good human and care about your relationships, have good relationships, do good work, make it, make money, and literally save people's lives and transform our relationship to humanity. So thanks for doing that work and <laughs> thanks for being an inspiration for that. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. you. I just want to say also, it's very big dedication, dedication, you know, like uh, every day. For me, I was one that uh, was traveling a lot. So I flew a lot around the world. And so also my family dedicated, like my wife, she stayed a lot with the children. So it's a lot of dedication. People need to understand that it's like, it's not something that comes, you don't generate by sitting around and hopefully something will happen. No, it's a lot of education of many people for a long time, mm-hmm. at least in, in our company, yeah. this is what's happening. Yeah. And it continues. It's not stopping. It's like, you want to grow, you want to do. Many people need to work hard to make it happen. Yeah. yeah. But this is what we believe in, you know, this is how we see it yeah. happening. So, where, no other so way. can you uh, speak a little bit to the determination? Like, do you have a, a, a thing that like a guiding principle that that drives you that keeps you, you know, I have a thing that I say, like, there's only one rule in life. And that's not quitting. You know, that's the only rule that I have. I don't everything else is negotiable, but I'm not going to quit. You know, so I mean, is there something about that? Is there some ideas or philosophies that you draw on to to keep that moving forward? Yeah, so we have some uh, like uh, like way of uh, what we believe in in the company. Uh, of course, uh, to not give up, as you mm-hmm. said, 
to stand in in the in the in also when you know where to stand in place also when the wind blows very hard and you know it's not so easy to continue on um we also uh, believe in uh, you know to do it uh, in the truthful in a truthful way mm-hmm. uh, in a rightful way in, in the heart um and uh yeah I think these are goals. Yeah, and then um, could you speak to, so again, I'm trying to think about what, what the listener, the viewer, what they need. Like, I'm sure if I were listening to this, I'd be like, yeah, I want to start an awesome transformational company that's going to heal the planet and give me purpose and joy. And, um, but what about those moments where it just, it's so overwhelming and, and I just want to quit? Like, like, what do you, how do you overcome those? You, how do you personally? <laughs> first of all, um, you need to know that they will come. They will come, first of all. It's part of the journey. Second of all, um, you know, let it sometimes let it be. Just go through the evening, you know, go to sleep. See a funny movie, read a good book, you know, just let go a little bit and go wake up the next day, you know, can smile and continue. That's it. Mm-hmm. That's great. And then how do you, uh, so a lot of people who are watching this are going to be self-employed, ecopreneurs, that type of person um, like myself. Uh, and a, a lot of times I struggle with, and I know other people do too, like, do you have a practice where you sort of turn off or where you recreate or do you have a dedicated space and time where you just kind of like, okay, I'm not working for three hours a day or what, <laughs> or more than that, you know? Um, yeah, just. So I think it, it will be nice to say um, yes, but I need to say the truth. So I wish... Uh, but I have to say, because we're a global company, sometimes, uh, like it's, uh, you know, I can be working also at two o'clock in the morning and I can be working in the morning, you know, but I, yes, in the other way, yes, you know, in the weekends, I try to really take off totally uh, to take like a weekend, like really to be with the family and children and also over the time, over the time, I learned also more and more how uh, in one side, like how to balance, you know, also um, the emotions regarding success and not success. You know, like I know it's a long term. I know it's, it's already like, you know, you already started. You already influenced one person. You're, you're succeeded, right? You're already, you're already there. Now... Now it's continuing influence another one and another one and and another partner and another connection and so but also understanding that you're already in uh in in succeeded in doing what you want to do and and the rest is is a, is an is an add-on and um and also as I said to you more or less like I learned over the years because it's many years to balance so sometimes doesn't things don't work so well. Yeah, it's not good, but also you balance between work and home. You know, sometimes you say, okay, you know, for sure I have like also an office, so 
sometimes or sometimes I work from home, but you know, I stop now and now I'm going to my children and, and that's it. Yeah. You know, yeah. that's, that's what I yeah. do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, another thing that I, I think would be interesting for listeners to um, hear is, you know, do you have any other, um, is there any other activities that you do besides work and family? Um, or is that pretty much what consumes yeah. your life or, or that you've chosen to be your life? You know, because I'm a surfer and I like to get out and hike in nature. I like to do much and I like to sort of integrate my whole nature thing into my life. So I don't know. I'm just curious what that looks like for you. So, yeah, I like uh, I like traveling uh, a lot of nature. Also, like uh, uh, also doing camping. Do you make time camping, for that now? Like yeah, as a global company, do you still make time for that? Yeah, in the weekends or in the holidays, we take time. Okay, good. You know, Great. me, friends. Good. We- I think that's really important. You know, people really need to hear that because, you know, there's a lot of, I mean, I have a fear for getting bigger than I am in my current business state. I'm, I'm sort of struggling with how to hire more people and have the finances and to have the time. So it's just, it's, it's good to hear that even though you have a global company at this point, even though you've got lots of responsibilities, you're still taking off weekends and on holidays and going and doing some of the things that you love. But this is also part two, two points. One, you know that there's a limit to work and everybody understands that also in the global, you know, if you start to work with people globally, they say, okay, I don't know, in France, other place, okay, summer vacation, finished, <laughs> winter vacation, finished, don't talk to yeah, me, yeah. this, talk to me, you know, so... Many people have slowly understand there's limits yeah. to the yeah. work, you know? Yeah. yeah, I think a lot of people in, in America, they look to the like the, you know, the the big people who are on top and on the media and they're like, you know, famous for 16 hour work days, seven days a week, you know? And so that gets sort of stuck in the in the entrepreneur mindset out here. And so I think people really need to hear that, that it doesn't have to be that way. <laughs> and a lot of people are accepting that now. Yeah, and also uh, I agree with you. And also, um, um, as I said to you, know there's like uh, um, there's also partners. This is what I wanted to say. Like you delegate work to other people. So I don't do everything. I have you know there's a marketing person, there's a, a manager, a CEO, a C- CFOs. There's other aspects yeah. that are doing a lot of the work. So you don't have to be all the time. And if you go out to vacation, somebody else will yeah. needs to take over part of what you're doing. And if they need something, you they call you, right. you know, and you answer and right. you work also sometimes. It's okay, you know, but I think this is also for good and for bad. You know, sometimes when you have your own your own uh, business, you're the decision maker, you do what mm-hmm. you want and it's your way and it's amazing. Uh, when you have partners, there's the good and for bad. Sometimes you need to listen yeah. to other people. It's not always your way, but in that end, they also yeah. can take part of your yeah, the weight. That's great. That's so, that's really good. Good. Well, I think that the partner thing is uh, something that um, I need to work on. I think. <laughs> um, <clears throat> uh, okay. Uh, I guess um, I. Just kind of, I, I'd like to ask you. Um, so this is sort of some of my few closing questions that I that I'm trying to ask everybody. Um, 
if you so if you were to like imagine a new world that is created from this world uh, that's in line with what you're creating um, you know if you can visualize that like I visualize it as these small communities that are all connected um, through the internet, but they all have these very low tech appropriate technologies that are sort of really building these, these oasises in, in the world. And then those oasises are spreading out and connecting to one another. Um, so if you're aligned with that type of future, like, is there, what would be some of the things that you would want to, you know, for lack of a better term, preach to those of, that are on that same mission, like what should they be doing? Where should they start? Where should they move forward? Sort of anywhere that they're on on the path, especially if they're in the beginning of trying to create something. Hmm. I think when you're in the path and you start to create something, you really need to know, as you said, like in permaculture, you do your stacking solution said something like that right so mm -hmm. yeah Backing so functions, you yeah. need to see that what you're doing really it's an it's a problem and you're solving a solution so our system is solving a solution of waste management we provide renewable energy and i didn't talk about the fertilizer but the fertilizer aspect is now a very major aspect for sure today with all the crisis of chemical fertilizer cost and our fertilizers really like amazing because it has all the micro and macronutrients so it's really holistic with a microbiome that um, <clears throat> helps the, the earth and the soil to regenerate itself and so it's a really regenerating agriculture and so i really feel that's a strong aspect also so check that you're there's a real problem that you're not inventing okay second of all you need to fall in love with your solution, but be ready also to get the hit. You know, not everybody falls in love like, like you. So also ask a lot of people, you know, like the real truth behind what your vision is, because sometimes we fly on our vision, but you know, like, is, is there a market uh, out there? And third, if you really believe it, if you really believe that the solution and this is the way, go for it. Go for it. It's all your passion. Mm -hmm. It will happen. Yeah. 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 Internet cut out for a second there, but a guy got, we got the Go last thing that you it's said. Your passion. Um, <laughs> yeah. That's great. Um, well, uh, yeah, it's, it's been a real pleasure talking to you. It's so, um, I'm so inspired by what you're doing and, um, is there anything, any places where would you like people to contact you or do you want to shout out the, uh, the websites or any other places that you want people so, to look up? First of um, all, I wanted to doing? say thank you to you because you're actually a big inspiration. I say, I look at you and I say, wow, this is like you're doing all of this uh, by your, like more or less by yourself and promoting it here. But that's a problem though. <laughs> <laughs> doing it by myself is yeah. a bit of a problem but and, yeah thank and you you have all these powers <laughs> and people and i say i'm really i salute you a lot it's amazing 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 so thank you so much for your amazing uh, work that you're doing uh promoting uh, really like as you said like the grassroots up 
uh, I think it's it's important and also as like you're hosting me the collaboration between us is a critical point because I think this is how we are connecting the communities this is as you said the vision you asked me what yeah. the vision I feel that my vision is is yes like your vision is my vision I, I live in community I believe in communities I believe also sometimes you know communities can be also in cities in different urban areas and not urban areas but in the end we need to you know connect uh, and to see how we connect each other as also in the practical level of sharing knowledge and also in the spiritual holistic uh, level it's called like that like we talk to see that we're not alone uh, that we're together and, and, yeah. and people are, yeah. all over the world yeah. are good and they have more or less the same uh, agenda of you know be good do good that's it you know basic yeah. agenda of life and uh, um, yeah. so this is my my vision and and um, yeah I just wanted to say where uh, us as home biogast you can find us uh, homebiogast.com online we're very available also in the United States uh, very available uh, uh, for you to just buy it online. I know also now there's good time for sales. It's like, you know, the sale season. So you get <laughs> our system in like a few days because we have like, you get our system okay. really like in two, three days in your, in your home. And we have an amazing customer support team and everything that you need to succeed with. Um, so, yo. And then uh, maybe you could get me a, a link that I'll put yes. in the description to people can go directly from the description to, to your stuff. And, uh, okay. and, and um. in the end, the most important thing, we are a family. You know, I call myself Homebagas family. You know, this is a family in the end. Then the, the, my, my purpose in life is to do good. That's it. The way, yeah, yeah there's a business yeah. way because this is how we believe to promote, uh, but to promote, to do, but the, the main, the main idea is to do good in the world. So. Well, thank you for welcoming me into your family and, and um, just so grateful to speak with you. And, um, oh, um, maybe, so I'm a huge microbiome geek. So maybe we could do a future episode and we'll focus in on the, uh, on the microbiome and the whole geeky stuff that goes Amazing. on inside of that. Cause you know, again, to me, that's one of those things that we get that right. We're going to get it all right. Totally. totally. And we all, you know, this is the way, you know, it's the system works on it. We are all microbiome de dependent, the earth, yeah. everything. Yeah. So yeah. Totally yeah. Agree with you. yeah. And I'll just, I got to say one thing about that. I mean, there's so much research that shows even in our personal microbiome that it affects your mood, you know, your like, you know, your cravings, you know, your willpower. And, and then that it's like the, the earth's microbiome, you know, like what you're doing, like we're trying to heal the earth. And, you know, there's a great saying that when we, when we heal the earth, we heal ourselves, you know, because we heal the earth's microbiome, we're going to heal our microbiome and it just ripples out from there. <laughs> yeah, I totally agree with you. Amazing. I didn't think about like heal the, the no. farm around you, your house around your microbiome. Yeah. 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 Too. Amazing. I hadn't really thought about it that way either, but this is, this is what happens in collaboration is that it ripples and opens and that, that thread goes beyond our individual consciousness. So 
Again, thank you, thank you so much. And um, I look forward to connecting again in the future. Amen. Thank you so much.